What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. to the future but embrace our past we study we analyze we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday we exercise trial and error religiously through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
here from Grundahl. Teasley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallo Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing and FMF. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and this is our Tampa Supercross Review. Tampa Supercross is in the rearview mirror, and we saw a lot of exciting things. I really enjoyed this race, and uh, I hope that uh, everyone was able to either watch it live in person in Tampa as we return there for the first time in a very long time, or uh, if you were able to uh, watch from your, your t- television screen at home. Um, incredible racing, bar-to-bar action throughout the night and uh, featured a long start, uh, a couple of cool rhythm lanes, a really short whoop section, uh, as well as uh, the only time all year that we're going to see the over-under bridge. Um, didn't really turn into much as far as uh, an obstacle, but did open up the floor a little bit, uh, which uh, Raymond James Stadium, it's, it's a football stadium, so uh, it wasn't too much to worry about there anyway. But uh, the race results were, uh, were were pretty fantastic. The the racing was good. I feel like with the, a number of 180-degree uh, turns, there was a lot of passing out there. Uh, we didn't see a lot of... Uh, a uh, whole shot to checkers, uh, although uh, both main events, the uh, the eventual winner did wi- lead the uh, the majority of the, the laps, but that's just going to happen. But uh, um, the first thing uh, that pops off the page at me for qualifying in the 250s uh, was the fact that Dylan Ferrandez not only had the fastest time, but his faster his his second fastest time uh, was or his uh, sorry his. His backup time actually ended up being faster than uh, Austin Forkner's time, which uh, was in second place. So even on his backup time, Dylan Frandis was still faster and th- faster throughout the day. Um, the only time that he uh, he wasn't at the top of the board was uh, during the free practice. Um, Austin Forkner seemingly uh, riding pretty good after coming back from that wrist injury. Obviously, uh, we'll find out later on that he gets his first win, but. Uh, Strong throughout the day, uh, Austin Forkner was riding really, really well, and uh, I feel like this this is the kind of track that really suited him. Uh, technical, uh, pretty fast in a lot of spots, a long, a long uh, section uh, where they can get up to speed, and uh, Austin really does uh, kind of benefit, or he 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 flourishes in situations like that. Um, Zach Osborne, your your uh, your 2017 champ. He had himself a great ride as well uh, throughout the day, uh, and basically the the fourth place position in the uh, in the qualifying kind of set himself up for for what we were to expect the rest of the day. Not not as dominant as he was uh, one week prior in Dallas, but uh, in, in all reality, a, a championship like ride puts himself in the uh, in the third place position. Probably wasn't really all that happy about getting third, but uh, nevertheless, I feel like. Uh, 
Zacho should be uh, should be ha- have his head held high uh, leaving the stadium. He's got a bigger points lead than he walked in with, and uh, yeah, no, I th- I think that um, this this championship is shaking up, uh, or so yeah, it's it's kind of kind of starting to percolate a little bit here. Um, surprised to see Jordan Smith and uh, and. Jeremy Martin uh, fighting it out as much as they are. I assume they, those guys would be close to each other in speed and during the races, but I really didn't think that they would be uh, getting into it, into it with each other as much as they really did. But uh, nevertheless, um, both riders ended up going down in the exact same spot um, and uh, basically for similar reasons. Jeremy getting kind of pushed off the track by by uh, Jordan's. Uh, whipping his bike at him in, during the early stages of the race, and then late in the moto, Jordan Smith going down uh, after just kind of jumping off of that section. Uh, so, looking at the results from the main event in the 250s, the official results, you've got Austin Forkner out front, and uh, he didn't have, win by a large margin. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez just about got him at the end of the race, but he was able to hold on to it. Um, Dylan, Dylan Fernandez, the Frenchman, his hit after a dismal first uh, weekend in Dallas, he gets himself up to second place, and uh, I think he's got to be happy with that. I feel like he's, he feels like he should at least be there uh, in his own mind. I think he's a title contender, and, uh, and, and, and he's earned the right to be considered so. Zach Osborne, a uh, really strong ride for him. Like I said, um, he's he's staying out on the uh, on the East Coast now. Has been basically all year, uh, centralizes himself in Florida. And I think, uh, um, he's just riding like a 450 guy would. He's, uh, he's moving up at the end of this supercross series. Um, it'll be a while before we see him doing any practice laps on a 450, but nevertheless, uh, I think the number one, um, is just putting himself in great positions. He qualified second, uh, out of, out of like, he qualified second overall, uh, winning his heat. I guess he had the slower of the two heats. Um, he, he started out in fourth place, finished in third. A solid night for uh, for Zach and, and a championship-style performance. Um, Tampa saw uh, the inclusion or the uh, insertion of a couple of uh, Arena Cross stars who uh, their, their series is on hiatus right now. Chris Bloss and, uh, and Jacob Williamson entering the fray. And uh, both of them had decent nights. Uh, surprised that both of them had to go to the LCQ to make it in. But neither, either, either way, uh, Bloss ends up making it in. And uh, the the 111 from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, ends up with a 16th place. Not bad at all. Jerry Robin, I'm sure uh, there's more than a few fantasy teams that are happy to see him make the main event, but unfortunately uh, was was uh, mired in the back of the pack. Did not finish the race and ended up uh, 22nd, uh, just just behind uh, Sean Cantrell, who uh, looked uh, looked pretty good earlier in the night, but uh, ended up having himself some issues and not able to finish. The 250 points are as such. Zach Osborne now holds a five-point lead over um, Austin Forkner with, uh, with 42 points. And uh, R.J. Hampshire, who's led race led laps in both main events so far, now sits third in points, um, just just nine points adrift of Zach Osborne. Colt Nichols and uh, J- Jimmy Dakotas, they both had uh, great Dallas race, races, but not something you want to write home about um, whatsoever uh, as far as uh, their their. Tampa Bay um, race would be considered. Those guys, uh, they they were they were right beside each other in the in this 
the results this weekend, but uh, ninth and tenth, not exactly what those guys were looking for. Um, and uh, and hopefully we'll see better better races from both of those guys in the uh, in in the races to come. Uh, another bummer for uh, for Jeremy Martin watching this guy and uh, just not seeing the the championship performances that we're looking for. Um, eighth eighth in points now. He's uh, he's well back of where he needs to be, and I'm surprised honestly. Uh, obviously, there's nothing you could do about. Um, Last weekend's uh, events where he ended up getting taken out by Jordan Smith, and then uh, again this weekend uh, ends up hitting the deck after uh, after an incident, uh, a, 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 a midair near miss. But um, either way, uh, that's that's your top five or top three in points right now is uh, Osborne by five, Forkner by uh, is is only five points back, and then uh, nine points back is R.J. Hampshire. Let's throw it to commercial break right quick. We'll be right back on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like Zipper Lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drake's has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Edicknap, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the collective experience today. The CollectiveXP.com, as well as the Collective EX on Instagram, is where you can find the collective experience. Do so immediately. The collective experience. Nobody gets you closer. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. The most action-packed event on the planet is back, bigger and crazier than ever before, with the largest ramps you've ever seen. Nitro Circus, the global youth entertainment phenomenon, returns to North America this year with the epic Next Level Tour. This spectacular brand new production, an all-moto adrenaline rush, will have death-defying tricks, 
jaw-dropping, world's firsts, and absurd stunts. It all adds up to a thrilling show simply too big to fit indoors. The Next Level Tour launches mid-May, just in time for summer, and will visit over 10 cities across the continent through June. Brainchild of Travis Pastrana, global superstar, action sports icon, and Nitro Circus ringleader, the Next Level Tour features the best athletes in action sports taking on the biggest ramps in the world. The Nitro Circus design team has put it all on the line with this show, doubling down on the risk factor. The FMX Next Level Takeoff Ramp alone, a towering 15 feet above the show floor, a whopping 5 feet taller than any ramp toured before, will launch riders more than 60 feet into the sky. The landing ramp also looms large, standing 23 feet in height. The Nitro Circus Next Level Tour will include several athletes, including Bruce Cook, Jared McNeil, Jared Duffy, Blake, Bilko Williams, and many more. For more information, visit nitrocircus.com. Hey, Big MX listeners, just wanted to take a moment to uh, let you guys know about Viral Brand and Viral Brand Goggles. Uh, Viral Brand Goggles is a relatively new company, and we've been working with them for about a year now, and uh, they've got some really cool things going on, which include uh, not only when you buy a pair of goggles, you will not only get a goggle bag, which of course you get with most goggle bags, but uh, with most goggles rather, but uh, you'll also get tear-offs, you get a 10-pack of tear-offs, and you also get an extra clear lens to go along with your mirrored lens than uh, the tinted lens that the goggles come with. Uh, so it's kind of a more, of a more of a package than it is just a set of goggles, which if you're going to buy goggles, you're going to need an extra lens, you're going to need tear-offs. So they take care of all that stuff for you, and uh, $74.99 US is uh, an easy asking price. They've also got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If uh, their best fit challenge, if your goggles don't fit your helmet within the first 30 days, get them back to viral, for uh, and, and they'll take care of you, no questions asked. Um, so check out the theviralbrand.com today and uh, and and see what the kind of products and the uh, the accessories that they've got. I love the goggles myself and uh, can't wait to see you guys enjoying them as well. Take care. And we're back. Big MX Radio Podcast Show still breaking down the Tampa Supercross. Thank you for listening to the commercials rather than skipping through them. I know some of you did. But uh, either way... Um, it was uh, rinse, lather, repeat. A little bit more of uh, of shades of Dallas. Um, Eli Tomac leading a ton of laps this weekend. Um, but honestly, the whole story of the weekend was Justin Hill uh, bouncing to the top of the the qualifying board multiple times. The forty six machine looked good. He was going four four. Um, it was uh, the kid looked really, really comfortable. Um, Four fifty bike, uh, clearly. I think he's just kind of riding loose. Uh, had nothing to really worry about. If he did great, awesome. If he didn't do great, oh well. First Supercross. Um, so you definitely saw that in his riding. He ends up with a sixth place, but uh, it, it doesn't really show how well he did uh, in the fact that uh, he ended up going down as he was trying to make a pass for the lead. Um, and I think if he would have gotten the lead, I think he would have led at least a few laps before uh, a, a guy like Eli would go get him. Uh, I think uh, Eli still would have had him on the fitness side of things. Um, of course, Eli Tomac would love to continue to uh, knock down... Um, uh, wins in hoping that uh, his his closest competitors would ha- would falter, but um, Marvin Muskan and Mar- and Jason Anderson found themselves on the podium alongside him, which uh, the the kid from Cortez, Colorado's got to be a little bit disappointed that uh, he's not quite getting the same luck that uh, they got from him earlier in the season. 
Um, and then uh, it's still still lots of races to go. This is uh, round eight of seventeen. Lots of races still uh, to to come down the pipe, and uh, lots of mistakes yet to happen. But um, the the championship does seem still way out of reach for Tomac. He needs uh, some catastrophic uh, issues for uh, for honestly both uh, Marvin and uh, and Jason Anderson. But uh, I'll kind of leave it at that. He, he needs to keep winning races, and uh, and those guys uh, need to continue to stay consistent so they can uh, make a stab at this championship. Um, Cooper Webb having uh, one of his best nights of the year, good qualifying as well as uh, as a pretty solid um, as a pretty solid main event, fourth place. Uh, same can be said for Brock Tickle. Uh, the twenty machine ended up fifth on the night. I believe that matches his season best, and uh, and a decent night for him. Uh, there's actually a lot of guys that moved forward a little bit on this particular evening, uh, some of which had to do with uh, the the exit of Cole Seeley, who's out with a broken pelvis and broken tailbone. He received surgery that evening. Uh, Dean Wilson with a seventh place position, as well as uh, Malcolm Stewart getting into eighth place. Uh, and and for some guys having good nights, that means some guys had to have uh, worse nights. And uh, and that goes by the name of uh, Blake Baggett. Um, Three weeks on the podium was followed by a ninth place position, not what he was looking for, uh, and and Blake seemed a little bit off all day, including uh, going uh, a little bit short on the uh, the triple into the corner, and uh, ended up uh, going into the nets that are uh, put up just on the outside of that berm there. Um, but uh, I, I, like, uh, got got to give a hat, hats off to both uh, Honda pilots Justin Braden and Vince Freeze, the MCR riders, uh, putting those Hondas uh, as as far up as they can, eleventh and tenth uh, and eleventh. No, uh, nothing, nothing to uh, to to scoff at, I guess. Nothing, nothing to sneeze at, but. Uh, Good rides for both those guys. I would have liked to see Weston Pike uh, have a better ride, but going down in the sand is not conducive to uh, podium performances. Um, the the sand the the sand really does seem to be the the difference maker for a lot of guys, whether it be a qualifying lap or uh, making a pass. That's where a lot of passes ended up happening in the corner after the sand when guys were able to capitalize on mistakes um, by other riders. It wasn't necessarily guys actually going faster in the sand; it was going faster than the guys who were making mistakes in the sand, which really uh, made the difference for a lot of them. Um, Tyler Bowers on his first day on the factory Kawasaki machine. Um, and uh, a 14th place, actually not his best race of the year, but uh, probably still getting used to the uh, his brand new machine and uh, get the bugs worked out. One thing I got to mention, uh, two guys on Husqvarna 250Fs, uh, Justin Starling and Cole Martinez. Uh, really cool to talk to both those guys and, um, and, and find out that they're both on 250 250- 250Fs and, uh, and racing with the 450s and uh, doing quite well racing throughout racing through the main events, not just putting out laps out there. Um, and uh, Tyler uh, or Cole, Tom, Cole Martinez ends up with a 15th and Starling with an 18th respectively. Um, a lot of attention was put towards Chad Reed on the weekend, uh, getting the sole possession of most starts as a Supercross professional racer at 228. Uh, the, the 22 machine ended up, uh, was riding as well as he has all year in 11th place before having a bike issue. Uh, looks, sounded like the engine was cutting out on him uh, as, as what was reported by uh, the, the TV broadcast. And uh, yeah, so he pulled off uh, a 21st 
uh, place finish, or I uh, did not finish for uh, for Chad, who um, disappointed with his finish, but he seemed encouraged by the improvement in his riding. Um, the 450 points run as such. Jason Anderson with 181, followed by Marvin Muskan, who's now in second place in points after Cole Seeley going down uh, with injury. Uh, he's got one. 142, so he's 39 points down, and uh, and Blake Baggett now sits in third, 134 points for him. So a sizable lead for uh, Jason Anderson right now over the top five uh, riders, and uh, and Eli Tomax currently sitting in seventh seventh place. Uh, he's got 116 points. Well back, 65 points down right now, and uh, he needs a bit of a miracle to make anything happen, but. Uh, I think he's just going to continue taking it race by race, all those cliches, and uh, and and hopefully uh, winning as many races as he can. But uh, I think this is Jason Anderson's year. He doesn't seem to uh, be having any type of uh, faltering moments. He's going fast. He's feeling good on the motorcycle. He's looking good on the motorcycle. He seems to be having fun with it, and uh, that seems to be when Jason does his best work. Um, if you guys would like to re- uh, do some reading as well as listening, I just posted my race review, um, uh, the central point of view, which is posted on the Big MX Radio po- or Big MX Radio website. Uh, there should be a link. To this is- There'll be a link in the description to this podcast where you can find that, and uh, hopefully you guys can read that. Give me some feedback as to what you thought, and uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this our uh, our race review of. Tampa Bay Supercross. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later.